Welcome to Hip Hop Movie Club, where three old heads put their old heads together to vibe on some of the most memorable or forgettable hip hop themed movies of all time. And here's HHMC with your HHMCs, Boogie, JB, and Dino Wright. Season 2, Episode 4, Don't Be a Menace to South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood. It was released in 1996, uh, directed by Paris Barclay, written by Sean Wayans, Marlon Wayans, and Phil Bowman. And it stars Sean Wayans, Marlon Wayans, and Keenan Ivory Wayans, and a cast of thousands. <laughs> Don't Be a Menace to South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood. Is a parody of several hood films like Boys in the Hood, South Central, Menace to Society, Higher Learning, Juice, and others. We follow Ashtray, or Trey, as he returns to his hood to meet his father, who happens to be just a year or so older than him. Needless to say, crazy hijinks ensue with a wild cast of characters. It's such a funny movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just laughing because I'm picturing some of the scenes in my head. Yeah, I mean, this movie is like jaw-droppingly funny. Like, scene after scene, <laughs> you're shaking your head like, wait, did he just do that? Did he just say that? It's just so, oh, so outlandish. It, it just cracks you up. It's my type of movie because I just like silly slapstick stuff. And you know, it's funny because they they parrot, they do a parody of, you know, gang violence and stuff like that. And at first, like opening scene, you're like, ooh, you know, I don't like to see the shooting and whatnot. But if you take yourself out of that and you say this is just pure nonsense, total chaos and craziness, it is just laughter, you know, laugh after laugh. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, this this movie it has like so many Easter eggs and so many references to movies with such serious undertones. Like I know that uh, when we talked about Friday, and I said that one of the things that I loved about the Friday film is the fact that it took the South Central Los Angeles um, Compton area um, setting of movies and put a hilarious spin on it. And this movie just upped the ante. Like it's just. It's outrageously funny, like you said. It's the, the the slapstick scenes that that go on throughout the movie, and just the different things that um, they encounter, and just how they take such serious scenarios, such as gang violence and you know unwanted pregnancies, and just even smoking weed. The uh, they, the the things that they take these serious um, subject matter and just make so much fun of it. It's just if you can't laugh at that movie, some it's seriously wrong with you. <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It really packs so much into this. And it's like these movies like Airplane or uh, yeah. you know, these Mel Brooks movies that you just have to watch a few times just to absorb all the jokes and, yeah. and references that they make. It's so fun. <laughs> Yeah, I read a review that said, you know, Mel Brooks would be proud of the way they took the spoofing seriously in the parody. What, like, true, you know, they really researched all the different characters and knew the characters from all those movies and they emulated them and so many different ones all, all amalgamated into this one. 
what well, was impressive actually. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. It was definitely impressive how they, how they were able to do this. I mean, you're right. They definitely did their homework. The, the movies that they referenced and they look at the scenes from this movie, it plays out almost exactly the same, except they'll exaggerate, you know, the outcome or a couple of things in it that'll just have you cracking up. <laughs> but, but the way they did it is genius. You, you might know books will be proud. <laughs> it's a good way to put it. They exaggerated it. It's almost like a caricature of each yeah. of those characters. They yeah. totally, you know how when you see a caricature, the head is all big and distorted. Or you're like, if you have slightly larger ears, you know, that jumps off the page. You're like, they totally exacerbated everything and it works and it was just hysterical. I mean, just the, the look of the, the characters, like Loke Dog played by Sean Wayans. I mean, his hair with the, with the braids spiked out, the pacifier in the one and, and dice in the other. And he drives a mail truck. <laughs> And mostly lives in there and uh, keeps his arsenal of crazy <laughs> amount of guns and weapons and nuclear warfare. <laughs> it's, just, it's just ridiculous. Oh, man. One of my favorite scenes. Do we have a problem? An old Soviet oh, missile. <laughs> yeah. The USSR. <laughs> that's nuts um, oh man and uh we had to talk about you know, all the characters themselves if you just go down it's just like wow like yeah let's hit the characters trey trey's dad <laughs> trey's dad <laughs> so it's funny because they mix up a little bit they said he's only like a year or two older than me but th there are some insinuations that he's actually younger than me because he's yeah. changed his diaper or he's too young to get into this party and Stuff like that. And that was just ridiculous. That was just so funny that <laughs> they were so close in age. And when he first meets him, he the dad makes him pay thirteen dollars for like you know shaving lines in his head, which he wrote "kick me." And uh, <laughs> he's always giving him the worst possible advice. <laughs> yeah, he's like the opposite. <laughs> yeah, like drinking and driving. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, have a forty, and then go out there and shut your lights off and have a good time." It's like. What? <laughs> And, and then like, you know, never use a condom, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like every the worst possible advice, stay on welfare, you know, if that's free money, you know, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> oh, you know, years and years, you know, don't get a job with a white man, you know, it's just like, yeah, man, like, <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, it's funny. And they, especially his dad, the Lamar Tate, who plays his dad. Yes, the brother of Lorenz Tate, who played O Dog uh -huh. from Menace to Society, and there's all sorts of like, they brought over a bunch of people from those movies from, from Menace to Society and Juice, especially. Yep. <laughs> like the exact same actor in different in in one in both roles in both movies. <laughs> <laughs> like it just makes it like you said, like it's the same exact scene, but they exaggerated and like having the same person play the same role in this spoof. This makes it so much funnier. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I started writing down each of the ones that, oh yeah, he was in that movie and he was in that movie because uh, on your suggestion, Boogie, I watched Madness Society. I watched Madness Society and Juice before watching um, this movie. <laughs> and it does make it so much more funny because like, it just takes it and, and Funhouse yeah. mirrors it. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll like be... line for line sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, the, the, the one character 
Um, I can't think of his name right now. I should have put it in my notes, but he was in Menace to Society, and he actually ended up approaching the characters in Menace to Society, and they they jumped him. Sam, it's Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the exact same actor. <laughs> the exact same actor, and when they, they ended up jumping him and stopping him, and then you look at the ground. He's flat on the ground. He's flat on the ground, and then later in his car, he's like flat Sam in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> and he was named, his real name was Samuel Monroe Jr. Sam, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Omar Epps has a small role, and he the same role he was in Higher Learning as he goes oh, off to yeah. college. The same clothes. Yeah. Oh man, that was wild. The same oh. actor, the same Korean grocery owner, is the same in Minnesota Society yep. in, in this movie. Mm. Hurry up and buy. <laughs> she's haunting him in the in the in the ice chest and stuff yeah she's like somersaults through the background yeah Yeah. that's and uh you know they do uh the the detective it's not the same actor but like it's basically like a like a body double yeah bill duke from menace to society in this movie and and then they have the same guy from Juice who tells he tells GQ that he's the juice. He got the juice now. He's got yeah. the juice now. But now grandma got the juice in this movie. <laughs> Mitchell Marchand. <laughs> grandma was was amazing. She stole the movie from me. Helen Martin. Yes. Um, you know her from many, many movies and TV shows. She was the noisy neighbor on 227. Um, <laughs> yeah. She was in a couple of these movies that we talked about. And she's she's smoking this joint she's cursing fighting you know shooting and she saves the day at the end as well coming coming out and shooting yeah. uh, i love her she's riding in her, her car she's got the hydraulics going up and down yes and she's riding by the, hey, like, hey what up grandma <laughs> <laughs> oh and, the, and the, the scene um my favorite scene with her is the dance battle in church Yes. 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 Trying to to one up the other one and end up having a a dance battle. (laughs) I remember the first time I saw that scene on tape, I played that scene back and forth so many times. Like, oh, (laughs) rewind it back and just laugh. Rewind it back and just laugh. I have plenty of uh, a a day in in, a rider, like laughing at that movie with some people in a room. <laughs> yeah, it's just a hangout movie. You can just put it on the background, just like Friday. You know, just, yeah. just like get your buddies, have a drink or two, and just just start cracking up over this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, even the, the first scene where you see a grandma when Trey talks to her and he, she's challenged him to a fight. And he's yeah. like, no, no, no. And he just knocks her out. And then she gets up and, <laughs> and she was still calling him out, you know, that he was weak. Oh, that was funny. Eat the punch and then still talking afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you said there's so many. I use the term Easter eggs. I like that. I, I put that in my notes as well. They're like little things in the background that you're like, "What did that just say?" That like um, the stop sign at the beginning. It says, "I wouldn't stop if I were you." <laughs> <laughs> and there's a there's a store that looks like Seven Eleven, but it's just called Forties. <laughs> In the same forties and nines, forties and nines. <laughs> they changed the um or nines and forties. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of Saint Ides, it's like Saint Dies. It's the Saint same Dyes. logo. It's like Saint Ides malt liquor. Mm-hmm. And she has right um, and cult, cult forty five. 
Yeah. Cult yeah. 45, C-U-L-T. <laughs> and one scene, they have it in the water cooler. They yes. <laughs> I wrote that on my notes, too. <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. And then the, the address was 187 Drive by Boulevard. <laughs> that Shiki's house was 6969 Penetration Ave or something like that. It, was just like, <laughs> it just went all out with every little uh, nuance there. It was they fun. really didn't hold back at all. Hold back. <laughs> and it was, they were playing that Ponopoly game. Ponopoly, yes. Ponopoly. <laughs> Crazy legs. I love Crazy Legs laugh. He just cracked me up. <laughs> the high pitch laugh you got. <laughs> I had a dream. <laughs> oh, that was so good. <laughs> this dream was seeing MC Hammer. <laughs> yeah, because the dream sequence with the You Can't Touch Us, but obviously they're, they're dancing like crazy, right? And he's paralyzed. Oh, um, goodness. There's a, the scene when he gets thrown off the chair, and then they're like, they said. <laughs> I won't be able to use my legs. And they look at each other for like a few seconds. Like you were already paralyzed. Oh, man, it was crazy. I think the barbecue scene was crazy. You know, like they got the guys with their pants fully down. You see all the boxers. You have like a naked couple. (laughs) Yeah. That was funny. Guys, the whole thing about like pouring one out for my homies, he's literally pouring beer on the pile of 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 dead homies. Like, oh my god, the Wayans brothers, they're just outrageous. Oh my goodness, <laughs> shout out to Keenan, Keenan Ivory Wayans. Yeah, <laughs> funny stuff, comedic genius. Yeah, message, message. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because I say that all the time. Like, I'll, I'll, make, I'll make a post and I'll be like, hashtag message. <laughs> I always love the Wayans, the Wayans brothers. They're hilarious. Like Living Color just put that whole skit comedy on the map. It started Jim Carrey's career, among many yeah. others. Yeah. Um, he credits well. credits Keenan Ivory Wayans. He absolutely does. Yeah, he definitely does. Yeah. Well, there were so many of these, these, these ridiculous, like outrageous scenes. Um, like um, <laughs> Dashiki has seven kids, right? I love, I love the line where she's like, oh, what do you say when we meet a nice man? And they all shout, are you my daddy? <laughs> they're all like they're different, like different ethnicities too. <laughs> United Nations. Of, of yeah. Oh, so yeah. good. Oh, man. Trey reading his dad a, a, an adult-themed bedtime story. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Um, they had more kids on. than oh sorry go ahead also there's a spoof on deaf comedy jam called yes. Deaf comedy jam jam yeah. people getting shot in it and stuff it's crazy they um, said she had more more kids than mrs wayans wayans yeah <laughs> 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 Oof, that's good oh man yeah they even spoofed other they even spoofed stand by me there mm-hmm. was a scene with the boys walking on the train tracks he's like you want to see a dead guy and it was like an elvis impersonator type guy <laughs> Yeah, that, that was a double spoof. Yeah. Stand by me and Boys in the Hood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Double spoof right there. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there was the other scene, too, with Loke Dog um, had that romantic interlude with the, with the one girl early on, and he was at a sequence. And then the mother comes up. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and she shows up in a dominatrix suit. 
And I was like, <laughs> he's telling his dad the story. Dad's like, did you get her number? Oh, the girl? No, no, the mother. Yeah. Mother. <laughs> oh. oh, that was crazy. The one at the end where Keisha turns into like this monster thing. Oh, man, that made me laugh so much. <laughs> it's like that twist in, in American Pie where the Allison Hannigan character is actually crazy. <laughs> yeah. She's a freak. <laughs> I was reading that that was actually a spoof from like a black exploitation film from the seventies called Abby or something like that. Where oh. yeah, that, that, that was something like that. So th- these guys really like, <laughs> they hit on everything. Yeah. yeah. I had to look that one up, but that's, that's what I was reading about. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. And it was the, uh, the dig on the cops where they were playing the, the Rodney King, uh, yeah. Rodney's Ride video game. I was like, yeah, game. <laughs> they're all crowded around them. I'm like, oh man. That felt like a spoof of juice, also, because they're playing a lot of video games yeah. in that. <laughs> yeah. There's so many, like nobody was safe. Like they even, you know, even the low low dog driving driving a mail truck, that was spoofing uh Tupac's character in Poetic Justice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like nobody was safe. They would go, they were getting everybody. How about the, the character Preach cracked me up too because he was like a philosopher about you know the African American uh, culture and heritage and like you know the white man's keeping down but yeah he had an affinity for the white girls <laughs> that was funny yeah <laughs> he, only, he was only attracted to the white girls and then like the, there was a scene where like the Sheiky was being threatened with the guy he dove and he was like trying to save the blonde girl <laughs> the blonde Baywatch uh, life yeah yeah I was like oh man that was funny. To me, that was a spoof of Sharif from from Menace to Society. Yes, it right? was. Yes. And uh, <laughs> it's like, but he, but he was like into the white women. <laughs> oh, <man. That's> crazy. <laughs> oh, I just the the, the um, scene with um, Low Dog going to get a job. Yes. <laughs> He was so inappropriate. They were just like, all right, yeah. And he's like, you know, they're passing, you know, passing through the process because they were they were setting him up and he's he's just going along with it, like doing all types of inappropriate stuff in the interview and ends up getting a job as a crash test dummy. How do you work the radio? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> so good. Oh man, so many, so many funny scenes in that movie. Like you said, and like it's funny because like the more you watch it, you'll notice other stuff. Like mm-hmm. I've I've seen it so many times. That like even like the last time I watched it, I was still noticing things, and I'm like cracking. I'm like, wait a minute, I've never seen that before. How can I miss that? It's so dense. It's layers so and layers and mm-hmm. layers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even if you haven't seen those movies or spoofing, it's still layers because I haven't seen most of those, and they're on my list. And we're going to be talking about them eventually in the podcast. But I didn't see many of those, but it was, I was, my face was hurt from laughing. <laughs> we're talking about the uh, scene in the church with the dance off, with the, the pastor singing about, <laughs> about, don't ask questions, you know, like, <laughs> why does the pastor have a nice house? Why does he have such a nice car? Don't ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying laughing. Classic. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he was kind of similar. He was almost, you know, parallel to the the Bernie Mac preacher from Friday. Yeah, <laughs> and that mindset. They they were kind of like, all right, which one is more uh, shifty? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, speaking of Bernie Mac, he had the role as a cop in this one, and he played <clears throat> the the black cop that was anti-black. He's like, you know, yeah, the self-hate officer has self-hatred. Yeah. <laughs> And that has actually a spoof. I, I think that was a cop in Boys in the Hood or something down there. Yeah, yeah. Was, I think it was Boys in the Hood. It was more. Yeah. Of, it's funny because there's always an undertone of of those cops in any of the movies. So it's like typical LAPD cop yeah. who just wants to crack our heads. <laughs> Such a funny movie. <laughs> it's a good time. It's just like scene after scene after scene. Just ups the ante, like you said. <laughs> Even in the beginning, Vivica Fox is saying to Trey that there are no positive black females in his movies. Remember that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, they, they spoof everything. Even if you see, they put in, in text at the very beginning. It's yes. Like, and yes. black males will be forced to sit through at least one growing up in the hood movie. And it's <laughs> will be shot in the theater while watching it. You're like, what? what did I just <laughs> and that just sets the tone. You're like, okay, what, what is this all about? <laughs> and then it's just crazy yeah you're right that opening did did set the tone because it's, it's so funny it's cliche but like you know even talking about some of the movies that we're talking about but yeah i've seen a lot of them <laughs> so i was like yeah you're you're right but <laughs> <laughs> it's actually truth to your experience <laughs> yeah it's like a rite of passage like, yeah that actually did happen <laughs> i did have to sit through these hood movies <laughs> yeah it's, it's funny because you know people joke about it and growing up in certain areas if you say you've never seen any of the movies like it's like you'll get that friday reaction yeah you know everybody's talking about mental society you're like you know what what movie i've never seen mental society it's like the whole crowd is like dang <laughs> like the record the record just starts scratched off like, <laughs> <laughs> room goes silent. oh man yeah it was a good time What do you guys think about the music? I, I liked it. I like some of the music there. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, the so soundtrack great. is great. Yeah, I remember when that soundtrack came out. It was it was a it was a good one. Like one of my favorite songs from that era. My favorite R and B songs is in that in that movie. Don't be wasting my time. I used to play that song all the time. I still do. But like, yeah, the soundtrack was was great. I definitely remember that. It had a lot of a lot of bangers on it. It Ghostface Killer, Lost Boys, Mob Deep. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the artists on R. Kelly was on there. Yeah. I think Eric Sermon from EPMD. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. It was good. I didn't own it, but I definitely enjoyed the music. I didn't own it either, and I was definitely enjoying the music. Yeah, they yeah, I, had, I didn't have the soundtrack, but like most of the songs that were on it, I had because, you know, from DJing, you know, they were heavily in rotation because people wanted to hear them. Yeah. So I never really had the soundtrack because I had, you know, I had the single or the record here, the single, the record here, you know, this single, that single. So I, I had all of the songs. <laughs> nice. So it's like, do you think we could, it could be made today? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, I was thinking that, you know, we always ask that question. I don't know, but people being so much more yeah. sensitive these days, like I said, the shooting and the violence, especially when there's so many open wounds these days with the mass shootings we've seen and especially 
you know, and, and violence, you know, within the black community. I, I don't think it could actually. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's, that's a tough one. <laughs> they almost don't have to make it again because the idea of spoofing these movies that in that moment is, it's kind of past. You right. have to you have to spoof a bunch of different movies that happened since then. I don't know. You're, yeah, spoof some more. Eight current. Mile or something. <laughs> yeah, but even even that was twenty years ago <laughs> or whatever. You know, that was a long oh, time yeah. ago. <laughs> so I think the Wayans brothers did it right, and and uh, what was Bowman? You know, they collaborated on the scary movie. Yeah. Um, series. So mm-hmm. spoofing scary movies is less offensive. It's like okay, yeah. Now we're, we're joking about people being dumb, you know, when they're being confronted or just like outrageous, you know, things like that. I think spoofing these days probably has to be on a lighter subject just because of the sensitivities out there. Yeah. Either like lighter subject matter or something that's definitely not real. (laughs) Real life scenarios. You can definitely offend some people. They may have to do this in space or something like that. Right, <laughs> right. They spoof, spoof some sci-fi or something like this. Yeah. Star, yeah. Star Trek spoof or something, or spoof for some Marvel characters. Which yeah, maybe maybe it's an MCU spoof. <laughs> they yeah. do this on. That's that'll be coming up at some point. MCU spoof or spoofing of sports or entertainment industry or something that's like. Yeah, you'd think. Oh, we shouldn't be spoofing shootings and things like that. But shootings got more serious in the last five years or you know, yeah. in the in the interim. So it's yeah. wild how that happens. Yeah, for sure. But if they did, they definitely should get Antonio Fargus to do something in it because he was great in this. Yes. <laughs> As always. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Hilarious stuff. Old school. <laughs> Let's do our regular rating that we do. So it's either bring that funky flick back, bring, bring that, that funky, funky flick, flick back, back, or leave it in the vault. Boogie, what do you say? <laughs> bring that funky flick back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could watch this movie all the time, man. It's hilarious. Good yeah. stuff. I know, right? I say bring this funky flick back because you need to watch it three or four times just to get all the jokes. <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> yeah. Also, I said, bring this funky flick back. It was a barrel of laughs. I, just, <laughs> I do want to watch it again and again, uh, and I'm sure I will. It's a winner. It's definitely a winner. <laughs> Loke Dog had a new kids on the block poster in his bedroom. I saw. <laughs> what was yes. that about? <laughs> yes. There's a Black to the Hood poster and a Robo Pimp 3 poster. <laughs> yes. I saw the cereal boxes too. One was Wheaties, like Wheaties, like mm-hmm. and there was one that was like a, was like adult oriented. I didn't catch what it said, but uh, oh yeah, yeah, I saw that too. I forgot to put it on my notes. Oh man, shout out to Lawanda Page too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Old school's mom. He put him on punishment. <laughs> he couldn't go leave the live the porch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, she's such a gem. It's such a gem. So good. So good. <laughs> and Phase on Love had a small part too. For, right. you know, that we saw on Friday as Big Worm. Uh, he was at the, what was it called? 
Rufus's uh, <laughs> like oil change and fried chicken or something like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like pouring gasoline and serving up food. It was just a ridiculous yeah. atmosphere there. <laughs> Good stuff. Yep. So many, so many things in this. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> my stomach hurts from laughing so much. <laughs> yeah, I got like a little like pain here from just smiling. Hip Hop Movie Club is produced by your HHMCs, JB, Boogie, and Dino Wright. Theme music by Boogie. Special thanks to Susan Berger, Tawanda Edwards, and Allison Yaris. Hit us up at hiphopmovieclub at gmail.com or on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook at Hip Hop Movie Club. On the next episode of the Hip Hop Movie Club podcast, your HHMCs will discuss CB4 starring Chris Rock. Subscribe with your favorite podcast app and you won't miss it. And remember, don't hate, scintillate. Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. (laughs) It's it's, it's so hard to say that without even laughing. (laughs) I saw something like it's the only movie that has 14 words in the title that summer. That was one of their marketing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. <laughs>